0: So after my almost panic attack and I did confirm with my therapist that that likely is what it was, I still felt like, you know, I was on the right track. My wife didn't. It was too different of a Joey Svensson, honestly, for her to get used to and with a combination of eating better for health purposes, but then also not being able to even eat that much, partly because of being unhealthy mentally, was dropping a lot of weight and it was just a lot of time or or a lot of change for my wife to wrap her mind around. But I think part of the reason why I felt like things were going in the right direction is because of all of the... Bad thoughts that I was undoing. Like, I really feel like not being on medication forced me to really have to dig deep and recognize my challenges with how I thought about money and relationships and people and people's opinions about me. Like, really, honestly, covered a lot of ground. And, you know, I thought to myself, no matter how all this shakes up, this time has been pretty daggum valuable. So, it was still a struggle i i was very aware that i still needed a good bit of improving i just you know at some point all of this all of this work all of this mental energy all of it had to turn into a little bit more success but i think for me it was a combination of all the incorrect thought patterns being corrected and you know, at the same time, I'm not on medication anymore. So such a success. I'm not taking pills. Well, my wife had an opportunity to go with her sister-in-law for a relatively cheap trip to New York City and obviously mentally gearing up to uh, balance taking care of the kids as well as hold down my job responsibilities and all of that. Well, the Monday that she started to get ready uh, to go to New York, packing and all of that stuff, I, I definitely it was a it was a it was a tough day as far as just my thoughts racing. I couldn't slow down. I really wanted to spend some time with Priscilla before she left, but I just I couldn't I couldn't do it fully. My mind was just in a bunch of different directions. I was stressed out about this and that, and just <clears throat> not not calm, not balanced in the least. And my wife leaves for New York City, and that night, basically, go to bed, and I wake up the next morning. And I feel like the bottom dropped. So, up until this point, I would honestly say that I don't think I was dealing with depression. Back in the day when I got depressed, I knew what that felt like. It was a sad darkness that just didn't go away. It didn't seem panicky. It didn't seem like a bunch of thoughts racing around. It was literally just a deep, dark hole. And any thought had negative impacts. And <laughs> so that day, the the Tuesday after she left, it was like the the generalized anxiety disorder again. I'm I'm no professional therapist, so Forgive me if if I'm getting some of this terminology wrong, but how I would describe it is maybe imagine that you have some financial troubles and you're a little bit stressed out about that, but you feel like, oh, at least we're heading in the right direction. We just got out of this credit card debt and we'll tackle the other credit card or something like that. And then you receive a bill in the mail that's completely uh, unexpected and it's $3,000. So for some of us, maybe our forehead would sweat a little bit, maybe our heart would start racing, and we'd feel like a hopeless disappointment. Well, that's that's how it feels for me. Whether it's whether you call that generalized anxiety disorder or not, but it's that feeling is there. <clears throat> well, this Tuesday, and, and and those feelings come from the thoughts that are troublesome and not able to be corrected, and and just. Uh, Character flaw on my part for not being able to deal with those thoughts, or what have you. That's the sort of effect it was having on my physical body. Like my whole physical body feels different, it doesn't feel balanced. There's so much tension and unresolved energy on the inside. Well, that Tuesday, that feeling in my whole body, it just stayed. And I started to think about my thoughts like, what am I thinking that's causing me to feel this way? And I found nothing. I mean, there was absolutely nothing. I couldn't trace it to anything. I just felt that way. And it got worse and it got worse. And with all the responsibilities that I had, it, it turned into just a constant feeling And then at that point, any thought that came to my head that I would have usually been able to untangle or unplug or self-correct, it was just, it was like a bulletproof vest being ripped off of me that I used to have being able to. Tackle those thoughts, and now I was just completely vulnerable. And every single thought was like a bullet hitting me without a bulletproof vest. And for the first time since being off medication, I feel like I slipped into a pretty significant depression. And uh, I mean, it was horrible like, absolutely horrible. Um, Cried a lot. And, you know, here I am wanting to be a good father and wanting to have fun with my kids, but basically all, you know, all I could muster was, you know, help making sure they had meals, whether it was directing them what to fix or fixing it myself, I was able to still fix some meals and you know, take them to the pool, but it was just a constant heaviness that I mean, I, I'll be as vulnerable, vulnerable as I can. It sounds super dramatic to even say this, but I mean there are times when I just collapsed on the floor and cried. Um, I remember telling my daughter, I said, Hey, I'm gonna go into the closet and uh listen to the rain I, you know, and then I made fun of myself. You know, old people doing boring things but basically, I just had to get away, and I, I had to really try, like really, really try to, to go to sleep just to escape the pain. And I talked to my therapist uh, after the fact, you know, after this week, because this, this went on literally for about about three days of just complete misery and pain, um, basically, as far as my work responsibilities, I did whatever needed to get done, and then left it at that but um my therapist said that it although it was although it was painful, having all of the added responsibility of managing the household on my own and uh continuing to work and all of that, she said it was probably for the best. Because if if I hadn't had all those responsibilities and my wife was home, I would have potentially had the option to just basically stay in bed and wallow in self-pity and concentrate on my anxiety and my negative thoughts, which would not have been helpful. Obviously, having to get out of bed and face the world and keep going on with my responsibilities was possibly the best thing that could have happened, but, you know, just some other things about this mental condition is I, once I fell into this depression, I just didn't enjoy anything. I mean, I seriously, I did not enjoy movies. I didn't enjoy music. I mean, I would just sit there riding in the car with nothing when I actually want to listen. Well, in my, in my more healthy brain, I want to listen to music. I want to listen to podcasts, but I'm just driving in the car, you know, nothing on, uh, have books that I want to read, movies that I want to watch, and I just, I just really, you know, I, I just don't care about it at all. And so I'll, I'll end here by saying that uh, my therapist definitely talked uh, about my anxiety and, and definitely said that it was on the extreme side and potentially uh, with some panic disorder uh, elements basically saying that a lot of people that struggle with generalized anxiety order, it's more of like a nagging feeling that basically takes them, you know, through the day, but it doesn't turn into something completely unbearable, which I will, uh, I'll have to wait till the the third journal to tell you a story about how it became unbearable for me and, um, but basically my condition being a, a little bit more than just a generalized anxiety disorder. I, I'll, I'll, I'll confess something to you also as I, as, as I, as I close up here, this is kind of hard, honestly, like I, uh, you know, I'd say generalized anxiety disorder and panic disorder and, and all of that. And as much as I want to fight against the stigma of mental illness, I still feel like I, I I buy into the BS of of being a little embarrassed and a little ashamed and almost feeling like, hey, you know, I'm I'm a victim. Everybody, help me. Pay attention to me. Um, you know, feel sorry for me, and I, I, all of that stuff. I just have to set off to the side. And basically, what this boils down to is, I'm just telling you my reality. You know, I'm I'm telling you my story. I would be an idiot to think that none of this is is on me. I mean, obviously I have consciously allowed for unhealthy thought patterns to enter the realm of my brain, but I would also be a little crazy to think that this is all on me and that this is something that I can just fix um, yeah, I don't think either one of those are a hundred percent true. I think it's a mixture of the both, but bottom line is my intention here is to be as open as I possibly can. Uh, I don't really care as far as determining where all this comes from and what the reasoning for, and, you know, obviously I want to get to the, the bottom of it to be at a healthier place, but basically telling you guys my story and I, uh, I will, uh, I'll catch, I'll catch you up on the, the next journal. All right. And no, none of this stuff is written down in an actual journal. This is all digital podcasting, baby. All right. Y'all have a good one.